0: Is so well defined. So what we have work. to do today. We got to go
1: to work. We gotta do- hey everybody, it's time for another NFL in London podcast. Wade McWayne and Ryan Collard joining
0: you. Yes, we are. Hello.
1: Th- yes, it's week 3 that we we have the NFL in town this week. We have oh, our first hello. game. Everyone's getting ready for the big game on Sunday, Sunday, 2:30. As we have the uh, Minnesota Vikings and New Orleans Saints playing not too far away from us in Tottenham. But before we get into that, we got to look at all those big games. There's only two, three undefeated teams now, right? Is it three? Three. With the Giants?
0: No. No, they
1: lost. Oh, no, that's right.
0: <laughs> Sorry, <lost>. Giants fans. <laughs> <laughs> Just two. Uh, Philadelphia and yeah, Miami. Two. Two. Philly and Miami. Philly, and Miami. It did. The giants went in.
1: It is. Could be. It could be a Super Bowl preview. It won't be. Uh, very exciting. <laughs> no, there were some games, some upsets. There was a lot of drama. Uh, we can talk about the Monday night game. Dallas beats the Giants 23 to 16. We will. Uh, let's talk about this Cooper Rush, man. He's, uh, he's undefeated. No, we got to start.
0: Let's do that was the last game. That's the last game. We start with the first game. You no, want to start with do the, the first game? Right, we can start with Dallas. We can start with nah, Dallas. I just I figured we will our way
1: back. But if you just, want to, I just figured. Let's get it was, Daniel
0: Jones and Cooper see, it's Rush It's so fresh. It's
1: a fresh turd in my face. Yeah. Uh, 23 to 16. We knew this game. No Dak. Um, yeah. I mean, what can you really say about this one? A lot of injuries uh you know you've got micah parsons not feeling well they beat the giants still you know the giants no line uh yeah,
0: micah parsons though when you watch him he is just like lt out there he's just bowling over guys he's like a psycho going up it's been unbelievable to watch like even that last game even mm-hmm. though he wasn't even feeling 100 some of the highlights it's just going through guys and absolutely killing Daniel Jones, who just looks like Daniel Jones, to be honest. I I know everyone keeps thinking, you know, Brian Dable, he's going to make, you know, uh, Daniel Jones into Josh Allen. It's just like, (laughs) it's like these guys who just think like, oh, it just needs one coach. And now he's going to just become incredible. It's very rarely happens. I think we've seen enough of Daniel Jones to feel like Brian Dable's first thing he's going to do in this offseason, I think is say, let's trade all our picks and get me a quarterback.
1: Yeah, it could be. I mean, there's still no offensive line when you start looking at it. I mean, he doesn't have a lot of time at anything. Yeah, he was pressured 24 to 42 dropbacks, and he he he, he screwed him up every time. So, I mean, the guy's getting hammered. I don't know what this is year four. Yeah, no, I know. And they still haven't fixed those problems. Most
0: quarterbacks only get two years, and then they're out the door and kicked out. He's going on year four. Like no one's been given as many second chances. I wanted to see him succeed, but he's just—it just doesn't feel like. The only good thing they got right now is Saquon, and they got it at the worst time for him to have his comeback because now they got if he had, if he's he's like RB one in fantasy, he's dominating. Mm-hmm. So if he has a great year, now they're like shit. We we didn't pay him any money. Do we got to get? Do we get rid of this guy? Are we get to franchise him because again, do you really want to pay running backs? You know, 12, 14 million a year. Because uh, look, how it's going across the across the aisle when you got Zeke who still looks kind of just like a slow Zeke. He'll get you a touchdown. He's going into like Jerome Bettis territory of just being like, yeah, he might give me 50 yards. And Pollard behind him is going to be the guy making all the big runs.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's really tough for them. It's, it's also hard for the Giants. You know, you've you lost Sterling Shepard. Uh, season is done pretty much. They're basically saying. terrible turf. Uh, Kenny Galladay not looking good. No, no, um, Kadarius Tony. Uh, so, I mean, it's it's struggle so far for the Giants. And, and this is not going to be – it's not going to be easier for them as they watch their, their sort of fate go along in the, in, in no, the but NFC but I think
0: – yeah, but I think if Brian D'Abel is smart, he knows, like, you can't go down this road. you either going to draft one if you're going to – but even if you're going to be in the – there's supposed to be a good quarterback year. So, I think he is probably going to be pushing, like, halfway through the year, if Daniel Jones stinks, I can just see him pulling him, going full tank, and let's get me my quarterback of the future. Because that's it. If I'm a Giants fan. You know, it was kind of fun, Dable, but I think seeing that, you know, when you get the big guns and you start getting smoked, like you lost to a Cooper Rush, the Dallas Cowboys. Like, if you should ever beat the Cowboys, it's now. And you couldn't yeah. do it with your Daniel Jones, who's supposed to be your franchise quarterback, can't beat Cooper Rush. That's all I need to know if I'm a Giants fan and I'm ready. I'm ready to move on. I think they are too.
1: Yeah, I think so. I think when you look at the NFC East and you, as you say, when, when you, you should be able to beat this Dallas team when they're, when they're humbled and hampered uh, and they couldn't. And that's, that's a very difficult thing for them. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, we all thought this division sort of suckied anyway, but uh, good for them. We'll move into to some of the other big games. We'll, we'll move on to the early Sunday games, Minnesota. Uh, Eeks at a win over Detroit, 28, 24. Um, You know, it was very difficult after, you know, having to deal with, uh, you know, the Philadelphia game. Dalvin Cook might be out with a shoulder injury in this one. Alexander Madison kept things going. Um, It was very difficult again for Goff and and those guys trying to keep it together. Uh, But Minnesota gets a a victory. Minnesota comes to London this week. Uh, Obviously, now they've got a short week. Um, But uh, KJ Osborne also had a big game in this one.
0: Yeah, it was, Detroit should have won this. I don't know how they lost. They had the game like controlled the whole entire game. And then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you like, look at the red zone and you're like, what, what is going on? Minnesota's about to win. And they're even doing it with Justin Jefferson getting like 10 yards. It's too, like we thought after those first, uh, that first game, you know, we are going to see maybe one of the greatest receiver seasons of all time, yeah. considering how open he was. In the last two games, he's had like 30 yards combined. So yeah. it just shows you, even with Jamar Chase, it's been really that the, the top gun, even of all the players, the McCaffreys. It just feels like very few of the big guns are the ones that are actually contributing, actually doing it, other than Diggs and Waddle and Tyreek.
1: Yeah, but, based on strength of schedule, it seems. But this game, I mean, we knew it would be a lot of points in this one. I guess yeah, it was just disappointing. Just, the Lions couldn't keep. Yeah, it in. and then
0: they got Swift. So Detroit got Swift, but they got Jamal Williams, who looks great. Um, had a had a very good touchdown dance celebration. Yes, uh, which is very fun. Yes, uh, you but, can't yeah, you,
1: you can't do that. It can't you can't double pumps. pump. You can only do two. You, pumps. you can't, uh, Yeah, you can't. You
0: can't. You can't, you can't do, do more three pumps. pumps. Yeah, that's too pumps. many pumps. Too many pumps, um, but yeah, listen, that, that was a classic Minnesota win, right? Like mm-hmm. thinking they're out, then they come back. Detroit, you got to finish those games, especially like that's what you kind of worry about with like with the Dan Campbell is like the, the at the end finishing people, finishing yeah. the job, and that's where a lot of it, you see it even in Buffalo with with Sean McDermott, like being zero and eight in his last seven close games it's the great coaches finish games and yeah you have to and you have to be able to do it and detroit's one of those ones that either they're coming from behind or they're, they're the cardiac cats again so they're every week they're just going to make you um they're going to give this is classic like everyone who's done with cousins they win you the game it's like i'm back baby he's yeah. like the the husband who cheats on his wife and he comes back
1: Keeps coming that back, the and the kids are coming. like, "Are you my real yeah, dad?" we'll still? give
0: him one more chance. He's not gonna fuck us over again. And the next week, he's banging your mom. Well, um, you know,
1: and and there you go. the the The, the Vikings now are tied with the Bears uh, and, and another team for the lead in the A- A- NFC North. Uh, good for them. Game we we watched. Ryan and I watched together. Very emotional game as the Dolphins and Bills uh, battled this one out. Miami I was, wins I was 21 of, to 19. I was
0: out of breath after that. I,
1: I was out of breath watching you out of breath. Uh, yeah. It was such a crazy end to it all. Um, you know, and, and, you know, Miami's now in charge. They're 3 0, in charge of the AFC East. Uh, Tua, yeah, we obviously saw him get knocked and fall and then hey let's put him back in the game
0: well they they weirdly said it was his back that caused him to do that
1: the the way he fell and lost his legs yeah yeah
0: well that's what they're trying to argue i think they're being investigated for whether they broke protocols
1: miami's Um, never been investigated for anything bad. yeah
0: right imagine they lose another pick and just like what are you guys doing um yeah it was it was just i mean i gotta say i think miami might nowadays have the greatest home field advantage in football well, the hurricane season was expulsive. The, the early spun. parts of the year, right? Yeah. Because just watching that, you were watching, it was like Bill after Bill just going to the sidelines, people cramping, absolute just gassed. Stefan Diggs couldn't make it through a play. It was just unbelievable to watch. I'll give a few things. I will say this Dallas's defense, or sorry, Dallas, Miami's defense, I thought played great. Mm-hmm. They really pressured Josh Allen. They really got at him when Josh Allen usually kills people on the blitz. True, he was working with his third center and backup right-hand side of the line completely, but give, Dallas, or give Miami all the credit. They were able to put pressure, force him into bad throws, into quick throws like that one he had at the end. But make no mistake, like Buffalo had about 10 chances to win this game and just did not finish the game. Like I said, didn't finish the game. Had a chance. Penalties at the end, pushing out of field goal range, not getting out of bounds, throwing it in the dirt. But butt punt. We had their first butt punt. The butt punt was Atlanta.
1: brilliant. I know. I punt know punt Dirty was Sanchez back. was happy about
0: that. It was just one of those games where it just yeah, it, they played, It was like one of the, It was something like four hundred and something yards to two hundred yards of offense. Like to, yeah. to say Miami won this game is is an overstatement. I think they did win the game, but Buffalo absolutely blew so many chances, and that's on them. So you got to give Miami their defense and they just were bend but don't break so i'll give i'm not giving two in that offense that much credit because they were barely on the field yeah like 90 plays to almost like 30 something is just nuts to lose that is nuts so um there's a the 3-0 they got a tough game short week against cincinnati on thursday so it's going to be tough for miami uh because i think they're going to be pretty gas going into that game no I exactly Even they must have been tied like right? as much as how lucky they are to have the shade the whole game. They must've been gassed
1: too. Sure. An emotional win. And you know, it does come down to that, that sort of home field weather advantage and Buffalo obviously knows that better than anyone. Uh, If you want to play in Buffalo in January, good luck. Um, But hurricane season, as we all know, in South Florida, if you've never been, it's horrible. It's absolutely horrible down there. The humidity is just ridiculous. There's still lots of bugs. Hurricane season is around
0: a couple of years. They might have to move all Miami's games to four (laughs) o'clock. Eventually. just, if, just because to get the heat say, well, but, you know, it'll advantage. we're gonna have to wait for the first death the first death and yeah. all their games go to 4 o'clock
1: well it's uh, global first warming offensive
0: lineman to die in Miami then the games will be moved to 4
1: someone's gotta prove there's such a thing as global warming for that to happen first yeah. <laughs> yeah. moving on to another game hey it's the battle of the NFC East it was another one Philadelphia beats Washington 24-8 to eight. I think a lot of people thought that uh, you know Carson Wentz he was uh. back he was gonna win it all but it uh, turns out maybe not AJ Brown uh, had another great week uh, 10 10 catches 155 yards 169 yards for Devonta Smith Jalen hurts can anyone stop this Eagles team uh, eight points uh, you know that Washington did limit them limiting Philadelphia to 24 is good uh, and keeping a 32 point over under in this one but yeah uh, it just, man Philly yeah. keeps rolling on
0: It's such a again it's such a win game he was leading the NFL in passing. Like I got nine touchdowns against his old team and everything to prove, and did one of the worst games of his career. Absolutely nothing. Their offense couldn't do anything, and again, their defense can't stop. Like Hurts, Hurd, like the starts of his games are just unbelievable. Like every you look up, it's like two touchdowns, eighteen of twenty passing all the time. He's been fantastic, and you got to give him all the credit. They got you know AJ Brown and Devontae Smith. They got a lot of cap room. They're in such a good position to make a serious run this year and next. Um, and if he just keeps improving, he's really proved me wrong. I wasn't after that playoff game last year. He just looked completely overwhelmed against Brady. I do want to see him in a shootout, like a true against a juggernaut, against one of these teams. They got to go toe to toe. You know, mm-hmm. he hasn't really, you know, he's had Detroit, Minnesota, and Washington. So I want to see his first real like up against you know healthy Brady with his team or Rogers with a bit more pieces, and see if he can really go. Well, Rogers is actually a terrible example of the way that offense looks. Maybe yeah. someone in the AFC. Well, I want to see them go really toe to toe, but for now they're, they're just fun to watch. I, I can't see why you wouldn't think they're a super bowl favorite in the NFC right now, considering the way all the teams look in the NFC.
1: Very balanced. I mean, they sacked, well, they balance, sacked yeah, nine they times, nine times, nine sacks on Sunday. Um, so the offensive line for Washington, the commies, the commanders, the, the Redskins, not there. Um, Man, and Philadelphia's defense builds all up in this. It's it's well, you know, since the Eagles haven't had like wide receivers like this since T.O. Yeah. Um, when you think about it, so it's nice they're playing the Jaguars on uh, next week. Great game, be a good. That would yeah, be see, a game. That too.
0: might be a bit more fun. Now that might it be would a be. bit more of an offensive because Jags D is look great.
1: Jags D is look very good. Although they haven't played someone of this caliber yet, so it'll well, be interesting.
0: That's not true. They they well we'll get to that game. They, they, well, they play – well, they played
1: a gimpy Herb They game. played a horribly gimpy Chargers team, but we'll get into that one in a little bit. Uh, let's move on to our next game. Texans-Bears. Yeah, Bear Down. Oh, my God. Ugliness. Um, yeah. I mean, geez. The Fields and uh, Connection, less passes than than most yeah, Lynn Cooper. 28
0: Cupp- passes in three Yeah, <laughs> so not good. But, you know,
1: I think it's part of that, that knowing that you have a horrible offensive line, it's like, don't, don't, don't throw it. Just run it. Keep running it. Uh, Herbert was great for us. Montgomery got injured on it. Herbert rushed for 157 yards and two touchdowns Um, and Montgomery had injuries to his right uh, knee and ankle. Um, But bears two and one on this one, Houston struggling still. Um, but they're well, running. They're, they got their running game going a little bit, but still struggled. Yeah, uh, David
0: Pierce looked all right. Yeah, it was ugly. It's just one of those. I just, I think if you're a Bears fan, this is just what you're going to expect. Again, I think Herbert's a really fr- fr- uh, fresh a breath, uh, breath, breath of fresh, the fresh air. air. Yeah, breath of fresh air uh, out there. He's like a little uh ty- ty- better Tariq Cohen. He feels like he's really just kind of scat back. He could probably catch out of the back, but look great as a running back, especially when Montgomery went down, they really mm-hmm. need, I if Montgomery went down. They had no running game. This offense might be one of the worst. all oh, time. Yeah. Luckily they have Herbert and they're going against, um, an equally terrible team and Houston, which I thought would be better this year. I thought they'd be, I thought Mills would take a little bit more of a step, but he doesn't feel like he's taken any step. Um, they just haven't been put in a good position to win. They'll have some more draft picks next year. I think they're just a team and two teams in limbo that really need to um, trade some pieces and just get draft capital for next year and just go for it. Cause you gotta get fields of receiver number one next year. That's one oh, no, offensive priority. line really helped too. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, that would definitely help. But I think offensive line and receivers should be their number one priority next year because looking at what teams are doing, like with Jalen Hurts, what, what they did with Josh Allen, what they did with Herbert, and get them receivers, just get them playmakers because you're failing your quarterback otherwise and if you fail fields like the next guy you're gonna be in the exact same position so um i again it was it was ugly but bear down they want it
1: bear down and we face <laughs> the giants this week uh, so. guys
0: <laughs> like what a schedule chance to go three They're and three one three and one don't worry it's gonna be such an ugly three and one
1: it's going to be but who cares um uh, what happens if you do have a great team full of wide receivers and you're still 0 3 that's the problem with the Las Vegas Raiders lose again 24 to 22 against the Titans. Titans finally got Derrick Henry going. Still ugly. Uh, both these teams, you wonder what the heck is going on with them. Um, offensive lines suck across the board, but Tennessee, uh, you know, finally get a win. 24 to 22 in an ugly game.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I think it'd be a Raiders fan. It's, 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 I had so much hope going in this year. Like, Carr looked great last year. had a really good year. Then you give him Devontae, his old college roommate, and, just it's been hasn't been working. Again, no. it's not even like the first game, he was just feeding it to him. And then the second the third game, he's Devante's really kind of gone invisible. And you know, they don't have hundred for Renfro, which hurts. You know, Jacobs is fine, but he's not, I don't think it to me. This all falls on carr. Car's got to be better. Yeah. He got his weapon, they gave him 40 million, they gave him a raise. Um, his offensive line is terrible. They haven't done anything to really like they cut their first pick last year, Leatherwood um so like mike mayock really he had a couple of good mid-round picks but is up for first round picks which is three years of dog shit that is basically yeah. put them in a position where they're just not luckily the nfc the afc west which we thought was just going to be this powerhouse is actually not that good right now They're just so struggling
1: geez. they have
0: to be able to win they had to win that game they should not have lost that game Tennessee's not a good team henry was able to move it but Tannehill didn't really do much that made you think like oh wow this guy's Ready. I was just a couple of bad weeks, the number one seeds back. Um, again, I think you got two middling teams. So I think Raiders fans are now just like, oh man, we might be crap. We might yeah. be. Crap. And that's again, with all this thing you did for Devontae Adams, like what's that going to do? You're in Las Vegas. You need, you're in like the entertainment capital of the world. You can't have a bad quarterback. So again, the Raiders, one of those things. They traded their draft picks for Devontae Adams. Like they're not going to be able to do it for cars. So they're stuck with them for at least a couple of years. So they got to get this fixed. And I think they got to get Renfro back involved when he gets healthy, because he was one of those guys that moved the chains. And that's what mm-hmm. you
1: need. Well, and you go from a team that was a playoff team to a team that doesn't even look like it's going to get close to the playoffs this year.
0: Yeah,
1: uh, You bring in Josh McDaniel who's supposed to reinvigorate everything. And, yeah, you, and where's the having, vigor?
0: He's having meeting calls with Mark Davis. So now uh, maybe so who yeah. knows? It's not like, could he be? And he was a massive failure in Denver. And there's just maybe something, maybe Josh McDaniels mm-hmm. is just a good coordinator. Like some people yeah. just can't, can't handle the power. Like, he's yeah. like the Liz Truss of coaches. He's just tanking the Raider pound.
1: That's, that's for all the <laughs> American fans. are like, what the hell? It's the new prime minister. When you come in there, you have to bow to him. Um, speaking of bowing, uh, the Chiefs bow down to the Colts. The Colts finally get a win. We started to see the offensive line and the defense step up 20 to 17 in this one, Um, but they were able to sort of get it going. And and Matt Ryan was able to put some stuff together on this one, holding them to 17 points, which is a big, a big thing to hold Mahomes down that much. Uh, 20 for 35, 262 yards and a touchdown late interception as well.
0: Yeah. It's, it was, yeah. yeah. Again, I feel like this is one of those Buffalo Kansas city's like, how do we lose this game? Like we're mm-hmm. better than that. They had terrible special teams. They lost their kicker last the
1: week. Ki- the but, kicking sucked. I mean, they missed guy. kicks, funnel punt, they've failed, already cut failed cut feet goal.
0: It was yeah. just one of those ugly games. Again, maybe, and I think we're feeling that like everyone after week one was like, do no, worry, Mahomes is going to be fine without Tyreek. He's going to be able to move it. It doesn't look fine in the last two weeks. They haven't no. been able to move the ball. They've only barely gotten, they couldn't even get 20 points this week, barely got over 20 last week. Uh, hasn't looked, um, Mahomes hasn't looked as dominant as he did the first week. So I, if I'm Kansas city, I'm a bit concerned about this because, uh, your defense looks pretty decent still, but to me, to think like Matt Ryan, to me, uh, he didn't really do anything that maybe changed his mind about him. I think they got lucky to win this game. I I don't know how they won it every time can't say they had a chance to put the game away. They missed a field goal or yeah, stupid. Something. It just know, something would it was just one of those games where everything went wrong and you ended up losing the game. So it's good for the rest of the AFC with the one seed because it just gives them a loss, but um, especially a conference loss, but if mm-hmm. I'm in Kansas City and then you see Mahomes and Bienemy on the sideline getting at each other, oh, yeah. Uh, so, and again, because a lot of people are like, Why doesn't Bienname get a job? Because apparently Shady McCoy is like, That's what he does, all he does is argue with people, he's not a good go. So, we're seeing like maybe there's this friction between Bienname and Mahomes that's going to be a problem the whole year.
1: Maybe like, Jackson Mahomes should come in, but I don't mitigate feel good. between Bienemy. I don't, I don't and it would be good. Jackson versus Bienemy and then bring in Andy Reid's kid to talk about
0: stuff <laughs> once he gets out of jail um mm-hmm. or it's pro- probation yeah but like again so you if this could be something to watch this the enemy mahomes relationship because you could if it's going to be a problem like i i just don't see Like if they're going to choose one it ain't going to be the enemy
1: well and it's it's almost like tom and giselle i guess maybe that's yeah, it maybe which who would the chiefs play uh tom brady next week so that's going to be an interesting game Ooh. also the colts play the titans some good games lined up for week four uh, we're moving on to the Jets. Uh, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Everyone's talking Flacco, ripping it apart, but the Bengals defense decided to rip him apart. 27-12 to 12 in this one. Um, still some injuries. Bengals quarterback looked look better. I mean, uh, you got Joe Burrow looking better in this they one. He couldn't
0: look worse than the first He team. couldn't.
1: Um, Mixon finally saw it, got some stuff going. Sam and Jay Perrine as well. Uh as got it going, but the Jets um man, their defense just couldn't do anything here. Well Z- yeah. Zach Wilson is supposed to come back next week, so it could be the end. Uh, uh of, of, of Broadway Fletcher. Joe.
0: Broadway yes. Joe. Off Broadway Joe. He's actually off he's off Broadway. Off Broadway he's in is actually in New uh, Jersey. Yeah, he's playing in like a like a coffee shop. Yeah. Um one man show in a coffee shop. Um Yeah, it just all—it was good to see Cincinnati have a little bounce back. They really needed. They got Kevin the perfect time to play the Jets um, because they—they just needed to be able to move the ball. Get again, I thought uh, Mixon had a better game. He didn't really dominate like like Mm. I thought he was going to. I was really hoping that T Higgins looked good again. I don't know how he survived that hit. Yeah, having a concussion the week before, so again. It's Maybe hard for me to say. I think I think I'm more excited about this Thursday game to be able to watch that to see Burrow versus Tua and see who's really taking that next step. Like because these are two yeah. teams—one that's three and zero, one thats 3 and oh, one that's one and two that needs a win—and um, so to me, it was good to see Burrow have a nice comeback. The D was their D was a lot better. They but again, it's Jets and Flacco, so it's me. It's hard for me. I'm I'll know more about where the Bengals are on Friday. I think. Yeah, and no, if you're a Jets fan, you're just like, come on, Zach Wilson, let's just get this season going with
1: that. So, yeah, no, there's so much talent on that. Jets, no one wants team. to
0: talk about Flacco.
1: No, no one wants to talk about Flacco, but the, you know, it was the, the pass rush of the, the Bengals finally stepped up when they really needed to because there was some weakness on that offensive line. Uh, so hopefully, Zach Wilson he can step in and milf the season. Sorry, save. The season. <laughs> um, we move on to our next game. The Saints uh, and the Panthers. Uh, ugly yeah. game, but finally Baker was able to put something together in a 22-14 win. Uh, ended a nine-game losing skid uh, with, the, with the longest active streak in the NFL for Baker Mayfield. Um, but it was uh, it was a fourth quarter. that all sort of kept it going. Uh, the, the Carolina Panthers' defense looked very good. They did not allow Jameis Winston to do a lot. Yeah. Um, uh, but, you know, it was also the their shutdown of the run game as well. So...
0: Uh, Halvin
1: Kamara got held to a lot of points. K- Carolina defense is for real.
0: It's two quarterbacks that don't know how to use their running backs. Mm-hmm. Like, you have basically Jameis was Kamara and Baker as um, McCaffrey. And neither of them ever throw it to them. Like, McCaffrey was like a hundred reception running back, and Kamara has that potential. He just, again, it just shows how good Sean Payton was being able to use these players because Winston looked awful. Olave yeah. looked great draft pick had a huge game yeah. um, they had item on daily so that was a nice little surprise little cheap gamble but again I just I just thought Baker stinks he just doesn't look good like it, I don't feel like oh wow this guy's gonna take over a game he doesn't even have accuracy anymore like that was yeah. I think Baker was accurate and he's like 50% accurate on the season and like if I'm Carolina I want to give Darnold one more shot well yeah just a couple to see weeks. Because if this is what we're the best we're getting out of Baker, can't get DJ more involved. Again, you add Odell, maybe all the receivers who say Baker doesn't get me the ball have a point because all the Mm -hmm. ones who had great seasons without Baker can't get the ball with him. He just seems to, maybe it just doesn't have any good relationships with his receivers. Just Baker just doesn't, he feels like he's going straight to backup central. And I don't think he'll be a good backup. I don't think you'd want him as a backup on your team. I don't think he'd be helpful. I don't think, I think he'd sulk. So he's going to be interesting to see because I can see Baker just saying I don't want to play football anymore well, <laughs> rather yeah. than be a back. He might be a backup for a couple of years, but or just be the go to a team who's always going to try and get something out of him. You might see him on the Patriots next year with Belichick. But Yeah, backing um, up. I just don't feel good about either of these teams. Jameis doesn't look good. Baker doesn't look good. And I just think. We're, I'm, I'm kind of done watching them. They're kind of boring, both of them, to watch. And neither of them can score a lot of points. And Baker can barely get 20 points. And he does he does have DJ Moore. Like, DJ Moore's great receiver. Robbie Anderson, McCaffrey, Like he should be able to get more than 20 points. And Rule, who's supposed to be this offensive genius. so
1: Yeah, I mean, it's communication, and I think that's also the problem. When you look at good quarterbacks, how well and effectively they communicate with their offensive line and, and the team, the receivers and running backs. And it just feels like there's none of that. It feels like, well, I'm not
0: going to talk to you guys. Kyle Allen was better with Carolina yeah. than Baker's been.
1: Um, you know, it's having that communication. Communication was key in this game as the Baltimore Ravens uh, beat up on the New England Patriots. 37-26, to uh, Ravens' D was being questioned before after allowing Miami to have that stellar comeback. But they really poured it on in the fourth quarter against New England. Uh, injuring Mac Jones, um, you know, three turnovers in the fourth quarter uh it, it looked like and then you know it was very difficult uh you know for 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 mac jones to come back uh but you also have the ravens you know they're, they're losing a lot of sort of blind side as as they've down to their fourth string on their offensive line um good for for baltimore but you also wonder if lamar jackson because he hasn't signed his deal if he gets injured are the ravens just gonna go eh, screw you too bad
0: oh, i don't know right it's hard to think that he's a, he's counting for 85 percent of their offense yeah like, it's unheard of what he's doing. He has more touchdowns himself than like 80% of the teams. Um, he has been absolutely dominant. He's the MVP so far. He's literally put the team on his back every single week. Uh, he's been great. He's been really fun to watch. My biggest concern is that Baltimore defense, which is terrible. Mm-hmm. They just get, they, they got ate up by Miami. They got, they got to give up almost 30 points to Mac Jones, and a team with not very many good weapons. And Matt, unfortunately, Mac Jones injured. So now if you're a Patriots fan, you got to sit and watch Hoyer for the next huh. uh, three or four games, probably, because I think Mac Jones is going to be out. Yeah,
1: he's good um,
0: for it. But, and then you got you got another game of the week coming up where you got Baltimore-Buffalo with Josh yeah. Allen versus Lamar. So, thank God it's going to be in a nicely weathered uh, Baltimore. But, again, I think Baltimore looks for, But, to me, their defense, this is unsustainable, man. You can't let Lamar be getting 100 yards rushing every game and throwing mm-hmm. for three. You can't get He's going to get killed out there because he's not built like Josh Allen. He's not a linebacker who can sustain the hits. Um, He's great. I'm I'm excited to watch, watch him keep playing. I hope he does this because he's basically doing the, the, I'm going to make you pay me more than uh, Deshaun. (laughs) And he's having a season to do it because there's no way you can trade him after what he's doing. Even if he gets hurt, I think you have to just be like, listen, he's our guy. Like he's, what else does he have to do?
1: No, I know Uh, the, you know, the Patriots, they look like they were making some good calls in the first half. And then it was poor decision-making the Ravens. It does worry me though. I talked about that offensive line. I mean, they're down to their fourth string. If there's no blindside protection for Lamar, man, that's going to be a real problem because those running games are not going to go in that Buffalo defense next week. As you say, it'd be really tough for them. Patriots, you know, you've got Miami, uh, the Patriots play the Packers next Sunday at eight o'clock. That's a late game. Um, that'll be interesting. You know, a Mac Jones, less pa- uh, Packer or Patriots, you know, you have Brian Hoyer versus uh, Aaron Rodgers. which is the real goat match. I think everyone wanted to see. Yeah. <laughs> um, but tough for Baltimore. It is going to be a big game for them next week. Uh, Chargers and Jags. We'll talk about this one. 38 to 10. Jagged off. Uh, when you start looking at it, you know, they, they're still a bit bagged up with those, those Jaguars. Um, but you know, it's a big victory for Doug Peterson and company. Um, most points they've scored in about two years. They're not turning the ball over. Their defense is forcing uh, balls out. This is a team that's actually looking a lot better than they were in years past. Whereas the Chargers, man, you go from being early favorites to win the AFC to just struggling, just yeah, real struggles. It was,
0: it was bad. Again, Brian, again, Brandon Staley, everyone's like this this riverboat, this gambler, just going for it on four. And now he's gambling with the future of his quarterback. I have no yeah. idea why he played Herbert. He Bruce Ramson against
1: these guys. He just yeah, sad, really...
0: he looked awful. He couldn't do anything. Um, but you got a Jacksonville defense that's just been tenacious. They've been mm-hmm. coming at everyone. They've been. I think Lawrence has finally take that that step. if this isn't the biggest indictment of Urban Meyer. <laughs> this yeah. Jacksonville team. You just feel a team that feels as fresh legs. They feel excited. They're happy They're having fun out there. Like Christian Kirk's been like one of the best receivers in the league coming in after getting shit on by everyone because of his contract. They're just fun to watch. And I think, yeah, like you said this week, them, is it them in uh, Philly,
1: them in Philly, they're, they're yeah, at we'll- Philadelphia, which is me, a great game. Batteries will be flying across in Philadelphia and the chargers yes. are facing Houston this week, which I should be a get right game for them because yes. you need to face the Texans. It's like, all right, we suck. We need to play the Texans and feel gotta, good about ourselves. Yeah, they
0: got to get Austin Eckler involved. They got to do more things uh, because he's been kind of invisible. Uh, they'll have Keenan Allen back, which will be helpful. But, again, how, how long are these ribs going to – is this going to be a problem like every week with mm-hmm. these ribs? And if that's the way Herbert's going to look, it's going to be – uh, yeah, it was just unacceptable unacceptable loss, especially at home.
1: The Jaguars' defense is really – you know, the, what I like is when I – this is the one thing that's impressing me about the Jaguars. They're not making mistakes. They're not nope. turning the ball over. When you look at the turnover machines we have, they used to turn the ball over a lot, and they're not. And that's that's what keeps you in the games. The less mistakes you make, the better you are. And good for Jacksonville for that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of say, out. for fantasy. I'm looking at their defense, going, you know, what they turn that ball over a lot. We all remember that game last year with Josh Allen, um, and and the, uh, the the against the Bills. So uh, it's just interesting to watch. Uh, the real problem, I guess, we have to look at is uh, is the problem with the, the Arizona cardinals uh sure. you know a lackluster game uh the rams beat them 20 to 12 but you have to wonder where is that scoring gusto we saw well, from the yeah, rams i think it's
0: De- deandre hopkins it has to be like again congress it, it takes them until the fourth quarter to do anything it's like every first half has been atrocious um they traded a first round pick for marquise brown and a decent game but again he he i think uh, to me it's just when deandre hopkins come back let's see, let's read kind of a value. You can't lose your number one receiver and expect to just walk out and dominate. I think there, that is a bit unfair to Kyler. He has lost this guy, but he's also not helping himself. He's not franchise quarterbacks make other people better. That's the Mm -hmm. thing they do. They put teams on their backs and they're able to win when your best players are out. So that's, to me, is the thing he's not doing. He's not elevating everyone around him. He's not making everyone better. And, and, Again, it just makes you cautious. Luckily, they're in a division where the Rams didn't look that great. You know, they had Akers. They can't get the running game going. Akers fumbles again on the goal line. Uh, they just, you know, they can't get Allen Robinson involved. Now you're wondering, like, is this guy even like, – because all you talked about is Allen Robinson's got such a big year. Guy, can't, maybe, maybe he was washed in um, Chicago. Who knows? But like, in fact, you have to get a handoff to Cooper Cup to get a touchdown just shows you that their offense isn't working as well. So if they find the NFC West, which is completely up for grabs, you got San Francisco's not playing well either. And so it's just been a weird kind of quarter of the season where all these divisions we thought are going to be stronger are really struggling. And Kyler's been one of the most disappointing, especially getting all that money. You want to see a guy say, all right, I'm going to show you that I'm worth it. And if I'm an Arizona fan, I'm terrified of the next five years.
1: Yeah, no, it's tough. I mean, Arizona just seems to be on this downward slide. It is scary, I think, for the Rams because you just have this dramatic drop that 20 points. And as we said, a team that could score at will before is not scoring at will against a defense that basically is begging you to score on them. Um, You know, the Rams have the 49ers coming up next. I just, it was one of these games you just like, oh boy, guys, you should be able to put something together. Arizona always finds itself in a comeback position. And that's not a good thing when you find yourself always down in the second quarter Yeah, you can rally, but the third time in three weeks, you know, you're going to do this every week because you're not going to do it. Um, So it's very difficult for them. You know, the Cardinals have the Panthers defense next week, which is, as we've talked about earlier, it's going to be very tough. It'd be a good game. It's going to be a good game at uh, four o'clock or nine o'clock our time, whereas the the, uh, Rams are going to face uh, Monday night against the 49ers. They've got some time to heal themselves. Um, This game, Atlanta, Seattle, you know, I was big on Atlanta to win this one. They did. Arthur Smith has been talking about his young guys and how fun they are to play. Atlanta beat Seattle 27-23. to 23. Um, Geno Smith loves the pressure, um, but you know they're able to score some points. Seattle is not as horrible as people think, but they're still bad.
0: You no, know, Geno was cooking for a while at mm-hmm. the beginning. Uh, I mean, Mariota, again, was just making mistakes, like letting them back in the game with Key fumbles. They got Kyle Pitts involved, which is really good. Drake London looks good. Again, you get Kyle Really back. He got like a solid offense, I think. With Cordell Patterson, who's like looking great again. Mm -hmm. He's like third in the NFL in rushing. He's at 32 years old. This guy's awesome. He's just been playing fantastic. So it's just the Mariota thing. It's just doesn't he just doesn't feel like he's got it right right now. Like every game's coming down to the wire with the Atlanta Falcons, but you know, they really needed that win to be able to get that. Again, against one of the worst offenses in the league, you had to win that game, which is why, like to me, it's you were the better team. You should be able to, Atlanta should have been able to beat them more handily. Um, but again, these are just two teams. I think until they solve their quarterback problems, they're just going to be middle middle of the road or worse, and bottom of the table.
1: Yeah, I mean, the good thing Atlanta did, they mixed a lot of their young guys in, which I thought was good. Mix up the lineups, have, put some guys that are having fun. Um, which you know will allow them to be able to keep this game competitive. Both sloppy teams, though. Just too many mistakes, just sloppy playing both of them. The Falcons are gonna have to play the Browns uh this week, which is gonna be an interesting game. And the Seahawks are gonna play the Lions, which uh, now they're gonna find out what it's like to play a really good team. Uh, let's talk about the game that turned out to be more like a baseball game, the 14-12 game between Tampa Bay and Green Bay uh 26 yeah. points we knew this was going to be a stinker we knew that having you know not having a lot of people around but you you look at it you know that both of them hampered tom brady had nothing to throw to uh aaron Rodgers would be able to make some plays together uh romeo dobbs uh which is great on my bench but who knew he was going to play well but a Packard. both these teams do not look like they could sustain a super bowl run
0: no it's well not with these types of injuries um the pro, yeah, it was just one of those weird ones because Green Bay comes out right down two straight touchdowns, 14 points, looking great. Um, again, you gotta, you got they have three touchdowns, Tampa Bay, in three games, which is just mm-hmm. nuts to think that Brady's an offense like Brady, but it just felt like Green Bay, I like, could have put them but like eight drives in a row where it was either punt interception or fumble. It was just like, you just kept letting Tom Brady back in this game. Yeah, So many times it was, it was like, it's drives me nuts. Whenever pe- teams play Brady, how many chances they give Brady. And then again, they got them all the way down. And then they get like a penalty on a two point conversion, I think at the end. Um, and then not getting the two pointer, which may, it was just one of those games where you just like green Bay should have buried them, especially mm-hmm. with that offense with, You know, dubs look good. You know, they weren't really Aaron Jones. wasn't looking that great. It just, it was just an ugly, ugly football game. Terrible football game with where you hope if they meet later in the season with Brady with more weapons, but what could he really do out there? It felt like I was watching Brady on the pats a couple of years ago where he couldn't do anything. It was just flipping out ready to retire. And then he went. But because that's the thing, unless he has all these weapons, Brady's finds it difficult, and the offensive line wasn't helping. It was it was just a bad football game, which is a real shame because it was Brady versus Rodgers.
1: Yeah, probably the last one. I mean, yeah. Well, there'll just, be
0: one in the playoffs, probably.
1: Yeah, we'll see if they make it. Um, you know, it's tough because you, the third down conversions for the Bucks are just horrendous. I mean, they only converted twice, um, so it was really difficult to see them. Uh, So, yeah, obviously, they're going to have to get some players back. You can't just rely on Fournette. But it was just a slow, ugly game. It was one of those things. Luckily, there were some other games on that were exciting. Uh, This game, not exciting. Uh, Denver over San Francisco, 11 to 10. This sounds like a baseball score. Uh, Russ Cooks, uh, there was Salmonella in the cooking. Let's be honest, uh, 11 to 10. Um, But San Francisco and the Jimmy G, uh, Jimmy G, hey, he's here to save us all, everyone. And he didn't. He didn't go and save them. Um, but, you know, Denver gets a win finally. Sure. And the 49ers, another loss.
0: Man, Denver is bad to watch. Like, they're just bad. They're just mm-hmm. a bad football team. Like, what is... like? Russ has just turned into the weirdest... I guess he was always weird, but I guess I never really paid attention to it as much. But, man, like, his commercials are weird. His, yeah. his Jesus thing he does before games is weird. He's gone full Tebow, really, and he plays like Tebow. Um and it's just been bad. Again, they 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 lost a couple weapons, but they don't they they don't even use him like Mike Booth. Yeah, like they have like Javante Williams, like he's their best running back. Don't use them. It's just yeah. Nathaniel Hackett is going to ruin this team. They got to jump, like pull the cord as fast. As admit you made a mistake. They they must have hired him because they thought they were getting Dodgers. Yeah, as no, that's that, it. I'm sure that, that was. let here, Here's was,
1: your here's your girlfriend. This got guy was a you.
0: terrible offensive coordinator. His whole career until he got Rogers. He was awful. He played with Doug Marone, one of the worst coaches in the NFL. Um, and this is the results you get. This is exactly what you're gonna get, Denver. Enjoy this for the next seven years you have with Russell Wilson. So paying him 50 million a year almost because my God, Denver's in trouble. If this is what you're getting out of Russ, you got to pull this, you gotta fix this because you're shitting yourselves. If I'm if I'm a Denver fan, I'm like, oh my God, we're bad. We're going to be like this is going to be our offense. You got to get either Russ or DK Metcalf because Cortland Sutton's not enough. Well, and they're here they're in a month,
1: uh, Denver fans. They're here in London oh, in a God. month.
0: I was excited to watch that. I'm not even I'm I to have, watch the Jaguars to watch it, even if destroy. Them. Everyone was excited to watch all these AFC West games. They're all terrible. <laughs> like yeah. four teams aren't playing well.
1: Yeah, you just wonder. It's like it's like having Don Knotts. Uh, you folks that are young can yeah. Google them, but Don Knotts as your yeah. coach, and oh, I don't know what's going on. You're just like. Is this guy really a coach? What the yeah, hell is going on? No, the play calling, everything that's going on. Of uh, the fact that they had to bring in other coaches to help him manage things because he just seems like it's too much for him. You know, when, when you lie on your resume, it's like, yeah, no, I'm an NFL coach, and then you're an NFL coach. So they're like, What are you supposed to...? It just seems like it's a real struggle for him here. Um yeah. that was it for the games. Exciting week ahead for all of us this week, folks. As we said, it is uh, the NFL here is in London. Um it, it's all very exciting. It's not, it's not, they're doing something in South Bank. They're not doing stuff in, in Leicester, I guess in, in Westminster anymore, because probably with all the robberies. Um, but uh, it's going to be fun. We'll, we'll let you know all the stuff that's going on this week. Ryan and I will have our picks uh, for the week four games, including the big game, 2.30 PM Tottenham. It's going to be nice, uh, like 15 degrees. So anyway, folks, thanks for listening. Uh, and Ryan and I will be back uh, with our picks for week four. Stay safe.